Uh, Dave, what's the mood like around the locker room? And uh, how, do you, how do you feel like that win can maybe help you guys moving forward? Mood is good. Yeah, I thought, you know, yesterday was, was a good practice. I thought the meetings were good. We had unit meetings like we've been having. So O&D, they watched the film together, were able to make the corrections um, and adjustments they need to make. And then we had kind of our walkthrough practice, and I thought that went really well. It was a lot of good energy. And so I feel, you know, uh, for our players and our coaches, it's a good shot in the arm. I want to ask you about uh, John Mayers. Uh, what do you like about him as a kicker? Yeah, well, I guess first of all, I just I love John as a person. I think John's got a, um, got a servant heart, and I feel um, he is a great observer. I think he is um, very attuned to um, what's happening around him. He's got really good insight. He's very smart. I think um, he's very loyal. And uh, he's got, um, he's, he's respected um, within our team, um, not only for what he does as a player, but just for how he handles himself as a, as a person. And so I think when he's put in those situations, uh, which he was last year and which he, you know, um, right, was just, was just in, I think everyone is pulling for him uh, just because of the, the person that he is. And, and when, he, when he's successful, uh, they're that much more happy for him. Uh, and do, do you expect Quaylen back this week? I don't know. You know, I th we, we were updated with him earlier uh, today, and it's still kind of a wait and see. And so we're hoping, we're hoping so. I'm, I, right now I would say that uh, I would expect to get him, but I can't say for certain. Thank you, Dave. Yep. Dave, in kind of an instant gratification society, how impressive is that that Jay Sedwick just kind of waited his turn? I mean, he, he hadn't played since the season opener, and he was just ready. It's pretty cool. You know, Jay was a captain for us, and so I think, you know, I think with Jay, it's I go back to just who Jay is and um, how Jay treats other people, how – um, respected he is, well, for what type of team we have for a, a guy like, for a Jay to be Jay and for them to accept him for him being the way he is um, and for Jay to have his, his heart out for everyone to see it. And I think like all of that is before anything else. And so I think just how Jay is as a person allows him in a situation like that where it's, you know, there is um, – there's pressure, right? It's on TV, the lights are on and everything for him to go out and execute. So, you know, I think um, Jay's one of those guys that you depend on, that you count on, and that you want on your side of it. I, I feel like uh, that's probably not the first time something like that's come, come about with him. How do you carry the momentum that you got Saturday night and take it on the road with you to Oklahoma? I think when you do it one time, you can do it another time. And so, and then I think, you know, the, for leaders to emerge and to kind of step out there and make plays and then to have um, our team step up and then back them up, I think that's the, that's the pathway. That's the way. And so I, I think it's to, I think from stepping all the way back, football perspective of putting the game in the players' hands, which I felt – you know, um, 
uh, Saturday. There was times that we did that. There was times that we can be better with that. He's put the games in their hands and give them the best opportunity to be successful and um, let them rise up and make plays and get them feeling comfortable throughout the week in terms of giving them the best look possible. But if you, done, if you, if you did it one time, you could do it another time. And I think um, you know, we're going to continue to harp on that and message that as best we can. Dave, uh, the last two games, uh, Charlie has had like 130 rushing yards and, and three touchdowns on the ground. How, how special is he as a runner? And, you know, is that something, you know, you guys kind of feel like you've um, targeted and, and, you know, seen as a, a strength that you can y- utilize? Yeah, you know, I think um... – it's a good, it's a good question. I feel I look at I look at part of that being on us as coaches, part of that being on me. You know, I think um for not having that sooner. I feel that that Charlie's at his best when it's a one two read, if it ain't there then go and that's what you're seeing. And I think um when it's not that, right? And you say it's a full fuel read or it's this or it's that. I think um, that's not when he plays his best. And so I think really from about probably the West Virginia game on to try to to tie in or uh, narrow the scope of what we're doing down to where there's routes are coming into his field of vision or he's moving out of the pocket. Either way, it's one, two. If it ain't there, then go. And I think that's that's Charlie and I think that's us. And so um, we're going to continue to find creative ways to kind of get that done because I feel that um, it's inspiring when he plays the way he plays and we want Charlie to be Charlie. Uh, Dave, uh, what, what would a strong finish do for you guys these last few games, uh, you know, moving into the off season? Yeah, I think it would, um, it would validate just the, you know, I think either way through these last couple weeks, just the effort that's been put in, the um, cohesiveness that's that's there, the um, coming off of a loss on the Sunday and Monday being down and having to regroup and reassess and come together again to build up for a Tuesday and a Wednesday that's really, really good and a Thursday and a Friday and kind of hit a peak on a, on a Saturday to have to come down again and then build it back up. And so the wins would allow us to, to um, not have those lows and continue with those highs and build on you know, recruiting, build on um, you know, uh, more skill acquisition because um, you're not focusing on, on other things. And so I feel like uh, you know, we're all in and I, and I think that the opportunities there and we're we're thankful for it. And what do you see from a uh, Spencer Rattler? Um, similar to what we talked about with Charlie in terms of kind of finding finding a uh, rhythm and finding a uh, um, a style and uh, a preference of play. I think he's done the same, and, and it's different than Charlie's. You know, it's going to be in the pocket. It's going to be drop back pass some play actions 
but um, I think it's a great credit to to uh, Coach Riley and just the the staff there, and that for however long you know personally for me I've been looking at OU and the success they've had with this quarterback or that quarterback or whatever quarterback they've had is that the offense has looked different and it's suited whatever guy that they've had, and I think this you can say that here with uh, with Rattler. So I think he's found where he's comfortable and he's performing high level. Coach, you're, you're still uh, rotating quite a bit on the on the offensive line. Uh, how much of that is due to guys being banged up and how much of it is just due to the fact that you are, uh, you just never had the normal time to, to get them together, not only on the field, but off the field and that kind of stuff that, that goes into building a line? I think it's the majority of the reason is because we're banged up. And so I think guys are trying to go, you know, uh, Coach Wickline got banged up. I, you know, I'm not exactly sure how it happened, but uh, he tore up his hand, tore up his ankle, bleeding. So I was on the sideline there, and um, Matt Keel's our trainer, and Matt comes to me and he goes, you know, uh, Dave Wick is out. We're, we're, we're going to have to take him in and get him stitched up. And I, I kind of nodded my head, and then I thought, like, well, who is he talking about? Who's this? And I turned to him, and I go, Who? And he goes, Wick. I go, he goes, Coach Wickline. And I said, okay, you know. And so he took, Wick went in and got stitched up and then came back out. And so he had a, tour, a tourniquet on his leg with a towel uh, prior to that. And so I don't know how much the guys were taking in the, the adjustments he was making. They were just looking at him bleed. So I'm glad they took him in and got him stitched up. But I feel like that's that's kind of how it's to a to a degree and maybe too strong of an illustration that's kind of been what it's been like and so to come to come back and to finish it you know they told me hey wick's stitched up he's coming back i said okay <laughs> we're good then and so i think uh there has been that uh o-line wise i'm proud of them they keep scrapping and fighting yeah, Coach, uh, Oklahoma started off a little slow this year, and now they seem to kind of be back to um, their typical offensive powerhouse. Um, what what did you have in mind to, to try to slow down you know, that, that freight train, if you will, and uh, um, how did they look compared to, to last year when you faced them? Uh, that's a good question. So, diff- so different than last year, um, I think some of the past game concepts are still the same. You know, but then, you know, last year looked different than the year previous. And I think kind of similar to what we just talked about um, a little bit earlier, just quarterback-wise, and going to the strengths of their quarterbacks. And so last year was a lot more quarterback run. Obviously, they had Hurts, and uh, that was a big part of the game. And, and this year, there's not as much of that. Um, last year, there wasn't a lot of drop-back pass. It was a lot of play-action RPOs. Now there's a lot of drawback pass. And so I feel um, they've found a niche there. But I think with OU and, um, and I, you know, specifically for OU, but also generally for any explosive offense, I think the ability to, to take what they're doing and, and um, break it down, right, really detail um, when they're doing what they're doing, how they're doing it, and um, uh, try to p- play the percentages, whether it's personnel, formation. You know, it could be this receiver's in, that receiver's out. It could be uh, field position and really play percentages to try to negate um, them from doing what they do best. 
it's tough to do. You know, I think there's a, a great confidence right now with them, and you, you see it when you watch them, just their ability to, to execute and get big plays. A lot of misdirection with OU. So I think our ability to be good with our eyes, um, which I thought was um, very suspect in this last game we played. And so our improvement is going to be a critical, critical piece to all of this. I'm not sure that y'all changed anything or maybe it was just needing to answer, but offensively, anything in that fourth quarter, Charlie completed up. I went back and checked. I think he completed his last 15 passes. No, I thought, you know, the ball was coming out quick. And so there's a lot of quick game being called. Um, and then I think, you know, um, um, I thought there was a great rhythm. I thought by that point, um, just about everyone that uh, as a skill guy had answered the call, right? And so um, we had uh, Taekwon, RJ, right? You name it. Guys were making plays, contested catches. Um, I think you saw you saw six with a with a uh, a play. Um, kind of up their hash on their on their side of it, and so all throughout, guys were had already kind of answered the call, and so I think there's great confidence in Charlie and then great confidence in our skill with with, with Charlie that hey we're doing this, and uh, Charlie just about said that on the sideline as well, and so guys were playing pretty connected. Coach, can you go back to what Joe Wickline was dealing with? What happened? Do you know with uh, him getting all beat up? No, I don't know. It's um, he's embarrassed about it, so I'm 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 glad that we're talking about it right now. So I I think someone whip uh, it was some some form of block coming from the side that he didn't see, and someone's cleat. Um, um, there's a whiplash deal there, and so yeah, he was all cut up. So I, I remember going to the O line. This was early in the in uh, the first half where. You know, we weren't very productive. And um, I'm over there, and I just see blood everywhere on the side there. There's a towel of blood. There's another towel of blood. And so it's kind of um, kind of illustrated the situation a little bit. You walk over there, and so then you see that it's all tied up on his leg. And so um, I wasn't anticipating the need for him to get stitched up. His hand is also all – so at Wickline right now has stitches in his leg, and his hand is is taped up. Because I, I think he got, he was bleeding from his hand as well. So it's uh, all that's unique. 